It's all connected. This is the RussJohnson.com podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Baby, it is Russ Johnson, and yeah, man, it is all connected. This conversation I had today proved it. You see, the reason I even started this podcast is because I believe all faiths are different paths to the same entity, to the same energy, it, as I call it. Well, my guest today is named Keldon, and we talked about everything, pretty much. She gave me the opportunity to express my belief systems. We talked about her disease that she was recently diagnosed with. We talked about how to avoid depression. We talked about AI and where that's going. I'll tell you, it was just a good conversation. And these are the type of conversations I love the most. Just regular people, nothing to promote. Just want to talk about and grow spiritually. So let's dive right in when Kelda started telling me about a recent diagnosis of a disease she has. I've been a, a little bit unlucky over the last few years. I got diagnosed with quite a few conditions all at the same time. So it was a lot to deal with. But the ME CFS has been very recent. It was actually a couple of weeks ago. that I was I've never heard of it, but I've read about it since you sent that over to me. And oh, it's quite you? serious. It's debilitating. Yes, right? it is not easy. And it's 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 funny once i've had so many diagnoses diagnoses is that a word i've had yeah, so many yeah. <laughs> i've had so many so many in the last few years <clears throat> that it's almost a relief when i do receive a definite diagnosis because it answers so many questions so you know i've had all these symptoms for so many years and then uh-huh. i can kind of put a label on it and then i can understand it and do research and then try and work with it as the so case. did when you first heard this when you were mm-hmm. diagnosed did it just ring a bell with you it's like oh, oh yeah totally i'm a big reader i'm a big researcher so i i feel more comfortable the more knowledge that i have so <laughs> and with google it just it's, you can find out anything can't you so i i do that quite a lot <laughs> so, so, so yeah. for someone who's never heard of this like me describe what the experience is like so what with the MECFS. Yes. Well, it's if I was to look at it, I would say I've probably I've likely had it probably since I was a teenager because I've always had the symptoms. Um, and it's do you know the expression bone tired? Oh yeah, I've heard it. I'm I'm actually experienced it on several different occasions, but not that's for long it. term. And that yeah. has to be just awful. So that's what it is. It's long term bone tired. Um, that makes it doesn't make a huge amount of difference when you have a large amount of sleep. So it can make a little difference, uh, but but not a huge amount. So and that's the oddity of this. I mean, it's mm. like uh, most people say, just get some rest. Well, rest doesn't do the trick. <laughs> it is so little known. I mean, lots of people may yeah. possibly have heard of ME, CFS, chronic fatigue syndrome, and it's quite self-explanatory in a way. But it's one of those invisible illnesses that you were never really going to fully understand unless you have it yourself. It's it's a tricky one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a tricky one. But now I listen. One thing's for sure: somehow, some way, mm. you've been able to deal with this in a way and remain positive. Oh my! What God. do you attribute that to? And has it always been there, or is it something that you're just uh, latching on to now? Do you know, Russ? It's bizarre because I've been up and down. I would say for most of my life. So I'm 43 years old now, and I've been mentally and physically up and down my whole life but this is what I would love to talk to you about really because I would say probably about three years ago I properly began my spiritual journey so I'd done what sparked that well I've always I've always felt a connection with like spirituality, I guess, all aspects of it to do with Christianity and 
psychicness, which I believe is another word for intuition, having a strong intuition. So I've always been interested in it. And you know, when you're interested in something and you tend to look into it, you tend to seek it out, talk to people who know about it, read about it, research it. And then I would say, I finally took that kind of step on the bottom of the rung of the ladder about three years ago. Um, okay, so I do want to talk I about that. I want to talk about the, from that yeah. moment forward, but yeah. let's go back even further than mm. that. You were talking about Christianity. Let's talk about your childhood. What yeah. Were you brought up any particular way, any particular faith? Well, it, well, I went to a Church of England primary school, and they I don't even know if they have Sunday schools anymore, but they had Sunday school. They do. Then. They do, they do, right. Yeah. Yeah, so we so this was in the 1980s, and that's what they teach you when you go to a Church of England school. At that time, they didn't teach us about other religions. It was Christianity. We knew other religions existed, but the, that was the fundamental core of the... From your community, that was what was taught. Yeah, from the, from the school. I mean, my dad, um, who brought me up, isn't religious, Um so I didn't have it from that aspect. But Did you buy I, into it? Uh, do you know, I've always wanted, I, I'm sorry if this sounds bad, but I've always wanted to believe that there's a God. I like the idea of it. And I have felt certain things at different stages, which could be described as the Holy Spirit. But then I, it's something that I've always struggled with. I've always struggled with it because logic comes in and it's 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 about faith, yeah. isn't it? It's about faith, whereas there's no... At some point, it does become a little bit about faith, but there's also, you know, it just becomes your own knowing. And when you get to that level, um, you, it doesn't necessarily have to make sense to anyone else because you figure this stuff out on your own. To have someone else tell you how to believe is probably not how it's meant to work anyway yeah i mean i always felt that i was told you know how you 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 have your routine in school you you go into school you have assembly in the morning and they Mm -hmm. always say the lord's prayer and you've got to say it and if you don't say it you'll be in trouble and you'll be picked out and you'll you'll be made to write lines and you know all that kind of thing and it's well even worse you go to hell oh yeah well this is what they also taught yeah the fear and can you learn through fear is your mind going to be open and you know god is supposed to be about love as well so to 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 try to get you to believe through using fear never really sat right with me it works it definitely works because that's yeah. what's kept us from growing spiritually for for so long but yeah i think mm. you're right i mean at some point we have to move beyond that we have to get past and just not just past it but mm. to understand that um this is not something to be fearful of. Yes. As fear is just to control people. Fear is absolutely used, I believe, to control people for sure. Yeah. And, well, let's fast I mean, forward. Yeah. Let's fast yeah. forward to three years ago. Mm. What happened? Tell me this story. Oh, God. This was the big turning point. Yeah, the big turning point. So, um, gosh, what, what actually started it? I mean, I, I, wouldn't say there was anything specific that I woke up one day and thought I'm going to begin my spiritual journey (laughs) it just kind of I just remember that it 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 really started three years ago um and that's when I really what began what was it so perception okay literally perception so you know you've you've talked before about and I know that you share positive affirmations and yep. it's something like I'm, you know, on Facebook and places like that. And it's something that I've always done myself. If I've read something positive, I like to share it. And I really absorb what's written. And there's so many positive affirmations that I've found have really clicked with me. And it's it's been almost like positive affirmations has been like reading a book over the years. All yeah. these amazing positive quotes and sayings that just mean the words mean so much and I read one and it was about three sentences long and I so wish I could remember what it was but it was about 
perception and it just struck a chord with me and I thought you know I don't want to be controlled by everybody else why why should I let anyone else control how I react and how I feel and it's something that I've always wanted to feel differently about you know if everyone has stresses in life and you know some worse than others of course but I've always been more of a reactive person and it's never made me feel good nope and it won't no it never made me feel good and part of the you know being diagnosed with these different health conditions you you could a doctor would actually say it's possible that you've got all of this inflammation all of these things going on because of stress perhaps um because of how you're feeling of how you're acting your surroundings and i thought i can't i'm not feeling i'm not feeling good yeah it's all how i've interpreted everything throughout my whole life and i finally learned the turning point was definitely I'm in control, nobody else. And the only reason I've ever reacted the way I've reacted or felt a certain way, a negative way, is because I've allowed people outside and circumstances outside to dictate how I act and how I feel. And I thought, there is no way I'm going to allow that to happen anymore. And it it doesn't change overnight. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't change overnight does it it's it takes some no time. it does not but it is the <laughs> recognition yeah i yes, think most people at least a lot of people go through their entire lives just reacting all day long yes it's exhausting and we have control yeah we yeah, really resisting do, but, yeah but people don't people don't know and I, even if i think even if people have the opportunity to learn this it feels like they're a lot of the time they're not going to choose to learn it. They're going to turn around and keep walking on the same path because it's comfortable to them because it's the path that they're used to. It makes you them got feel it. That's what it is. Comfortable. The yeah. Zone. Even though it's awful and they're not happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've said this before that women and men too will stay mm. in relationships just because it's comfortable. They know oh, what yes. to expect even yeah. when it's terrible. And people, tend to fear what they don't know that's right for sure and Mm. but you know if we can learn if we can catch ourselves and just learn Mm -hmm. this was one of the most valuable lessons that i learned when i was in my early problem in my late teens around 19 or so i can't change the other person no but i can by the way that i react right it's my behavior my response to them is what triggers the next response from them from there, so if, exactly. Yeah, if I just allow, if I can, if I can catch myself not reacting the way I would prefer, mm. all I have to do is recognize it, recognize, and then just exactly. change it. And it it's becoming conscious, isn't it? That's what it feels like. It feels it like you just become conscious. So you you aware. break that habit. You become aware. You break that habit because you have to be aware of it first, though. I, I interviewed a guy, Harry Alto. He gave me a definition of enlightenment that really rung a bell with me because mm. I didn't really understand even what enlightenment meant until just a few podcasts ago. Mm. And the way he worded it was that if you're sometimes aware, like if you're uh, occasionally aware of yourself and others and how you're interacting in that, then if you're sometimes aware of that, then you're on the path. Yes. But you have to if begin you somewhere. are yeah. constantly aware, if you're always aware, mm. then you are enlightened. That makes sense. It really does. That really does make yeah. sense. And isn't that the journey? Isn't that the, that's the destination that you, you want to reach is be, being aware of, all the time and it just becomes a new habit but a really positive one yeah. this is how i live i'm i'm aware almost always i can't say that i'm always aware but i would say pretty darn near it i'm yeah. just aware of everything that's going on around me i'm aware of how i'm affecting other people wow i'm aware of how i can intervene and make it better um you know it's about the other person as well but ultimately it's about you but have you always 
been aware or is it something you've had? No, 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 no. But most of my life, I would say as a, as a kid, I was definitely not the average kid. I was interested in this stuff from a very early age, at least in my late teens on. And most people even today are, listen, when I started this podcast, I was, I knew that I wasn't stepping into a multi-million dollar opportunity. Mm. There just aren't that many people that are interested in it. But Mm -hmm. I was going to do my part because this is what I enjoy talking about the most. I would rather talk about my spiritual growth and how to grow spiritually and get deeper and understand it at all levels than probably anything else. Yes. If I could do this all day long, I would do it. (laughs) It's it's just one of those things I enjoy. And and what's odd to me is that more people are not interested Mm. in it Mm. because I think. But I do believe, I mean, everyone wants to believe in something, but most people are not willing to put in the effort that it takes to come to understanding. See, that's what it is. And I think, do you, perhaps I could be wrong with this, but do you think maybe it takes for either a series of events or one big event that makes someone take a look at their life and think, I'm not, I'm not on the right path or... I'm not happy for this reason or that reason. I want to make some changes. And then I think you're on to something. Yeah. I think that's a, each of us have something that we deal with that makes us um, search yeah. right, for a bigger reason. Bigger or is answer. it like a light bulb moment? So you, I, I also believe that life is, you know, there is no coincidences. Yeah, it certainly could be. It wasn't for me. Yeah. I mean, I took the path of contemplation, which was, it took me, and it still is ongoing decades of understanding. Yeah. But um, yeah. I did have a moment when I was 27, from 17 to 27, after questioning many, many years, I had a moment, I had a vision. It's the only way I can describe it that helped piece, put all of those pieces together that I had been gathering the previous decade but couldn't articulate properly yeah then all of a sudden boom from that moment forward i think about that moment every day every day it crosses my mind because it was that significant of an understanding it put it all together so um no it wasn't it wasn't an instant thing for me it was many years of struggle and pain and fear and everything i had been taught I was questioning, and I had been taught I was going to hell just for questioning. You have to question, don't you? You have to always question. I think that even if you've got someone who is a, a kind of a role model to you, like a teacher or a parent or a family. Especially those people. Especially those people. I don't think they should ever – I think they should encourage you to question all the time because how would you learn if you don't ask questions and then you don't hear different answers? Kelda, you're 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 ahead of the game. For three years in, you're doing great. Let me ask you something. Let's let's get real deep here, real sure, quick. Oh, do it, do it. What are your core beliefs about what God is and how it works? Well, see, this is oh, it's the it, mm, it's a really hard one because it is. Oh, who knows? Who knows? Really? Who knows? But you you do get people who you can ask that question to, and they'll say, "Oh, I believe in God," and there's no question in their mind they believe in God, and then you get the other people who say i don't believe is it an atheist is that what when you don't believe yeah atheist and and then you have agnostic where those people are right in the middle i I identified with that in my early 20s where i could see how there might be a god and then that might not be where i am i would say i've never heard of agnostic before but that sounds like me but i i really do want to believe but i'm not quite there yet and I'm always looking into it. I'm always, but the funny thing is as well, and this is going to make me sound like a hypocrite, but I do pray and I do believe in the power of prayer. Works. It works regardless of religion. Exactly. And I was, I didn't know if I was going to say that, what I said just now, because I thought, gosh, that's going to sound ridiculous to some people, but no, not at all. In fact, that's the way I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, are you, you? every way I understand how this works, Kelda, Mm. The way I understand it is, first of all, I, I don't see, like, when people talk about God, I do believe there is a central source of this thing, and some people call that God, call it whatever you want to call it, is what I say. It's not, it's just this, it's the center of it. This power, this, this energy, where it but it's started. energy. Yeah. yeah. And with energy, I can see from my view, it feels like we're fragments of this thing, mm. right? We're not, we're not disconnected from it. Every bit of it is connected. Therefore, the name of the podcast but it's all connected at every stinking level. 
and that through our thoughts being energy, we're attracting our experience. Yes. So what we think about the most is what we see showing up. Yes. I tell this all the time. We have 60,000 thoughts per day. Yeah. 90% of them are the same ones we had yesterday. Yes. <laughs> that means we have 10% new thoughts. Yeah. We can't control all of them, but we can control a few of them. Yes. And those that we're bringing to the surface are the ones that have the most impact that we're going to see show up. I love so, that. That's what I've been looking into the most just recently is what you put out tends to be what you get back. It's energy. Oh, my God. It's just energy. energy. It has no other choice except to come back according to how you put it out. Yeah. If you're positive-minded and you wish love and great things for everybody, you're going to have a good day. I mean, I defy anyone to say that if they had that mindset when they woke up in the morning. You said it. That first few seconds, Kelda, those first few moments. And I have a hard time. I don't grab them every morning, but I'm better than I used to be. But if you can catch those first few moments in the morning, and man, it it is a game changer. If you're just, just, because I I did it, I still do it. I wake up and you start thinking about all these things that you got to do. Oh, man. And you you can talk yourself into a crazy day. Or... You can grab it right away and just talk yourself into an excellent day. Yeah, you re- the power of the mind is astonishing. And you just have to try it and really believe it. And it, I know it makes a difference. I know that it works because I, I've been through, I suffered from depression when I was, well, a couple of times in my life, when I was a teenager to begin with for quite a few years. And then I came out of it and I went back into it from the age of 21 till about 27. And I know that it works. I'm, I hope what I'm about to say is going to help somebody that's with depression. Mm. And it's not for everybody because, you know, certain um, depression is caused chemically. Yes. But I also believe that. Some depression is also caused by the way we think. The mind is very powerful. Yeah. If we, I call this the point of no return. I have a book on my website. It's downloadable for free. Mm. Anybody that's interested. But if you cross this arbitrary line, I call the point of no return. Mm. The trick is actually to catch yourself before that. But if you go past that line, um, well, you sort of got to write it out. But if you can catch yourself in thought, before you reach that point, mm. recognize what it is that's causing you to feel that way, mm. face it, look at it, deal with it, and then just change it. Do you know, I can identify with that because because I've had two major episodes of the depression throughout those two times that I said. The first time, I, I didn't know how to bring myself out of it. It was a new feeling, didn't know what was going on. I just knew that I felt really really low all the time the second time it was like I was aware of it and I could feel myself falling every day I felt worse and worse and that's not to say that like you said that everybody can pull themselves out of this because like you say it's a chemical imbalance in your brain and it's not always possible but the mind is such a powerful thing for people that that's not the issue when it's not a medical issue like that, mm. if it's about the way we think. Yeah. Right. If your definitions of the world are dark and you're constantly thinking dark, you're going to feel dark. There's no other way. It's so true. It's so true. If you want to feel differently, all you have to do is find stuff that makes you feel good mm. and then consciously think about those things. See, what I think is, I think it's real helpful, at least it has been for me. Mm. Is like when you catch yourself in moments when you're not feeling so good to have in those moments when you are feeling good to create um, something to redirect your thought to Mm. something that makes you happy, makes you feel good. Remember it, feel it, see it, smell it, taste it and know that so that when you get in that moment, you know what you want to tap. You can't get there easy because, look, it takes a lot of work to talk yourself into. And I'm not talking about chemical depression. Mm. I'm talking about thought depression. It takes a lot of work to talk yourself into depression. Thought begets thought. You're building on the last thing that made you angry or upset you or causes you a problem. And that builds on another one and then another. 
if you can catch yourself in that spiral and go, oh, I see what's going on here, but I'm going to think about this, that thing you've planned, then you can switch it. Now, look, what's going to happen is just just like in meditation, sometimes when you're meditating, if you meditate, Mm. Well, the easiest way I learned how to meditate was through a mantra. So I picked a word. I was given a word called, he gave me the word clear. And I started repeating the word clear. And all of a sudden, right in the middle of saying clear, your brain thinks about something. I need to pay that bill or I need to make a phone call or whatever. The idea is to catch yourself thinking about paying the bill and go, ah, see you. But I am thinking clear. Mm. And you go back to clear. That's a good word. Clear. Mm. Clear. Oh, I got to pay that bill. Oh, oh <laughs> I see you. Yeah. Bring it back to clear. So true. Same thing. It's the same principle. Yeah. It's catching yourself in the thought, the negative thought, recognizing it, oh, changing it. Okay, you changed it. All of a sudden, you're 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 off in a little in a better direction, but you'll get veered off again. Yeah. Catch yourself again. It's practice, isn't it? Bring it back. It's, it is, and the more you do it. It just all of a sudden, boom, you're off to something else and you won't go back to it. You just got to do it enough times to make that get there. Yeah, it really does work. And I loved what you said about when you're feeling good to create that almost like a safety net that you can go, like yeah. a, a starting point almost that you can go back to. That's a good way of feel saying Feel yourself it. going that way. And you, you do. I, I learned to recognize it for sure. Um, I have regular appointments with doctors on the phone, face to face. And they look at my history and they say, you know, everything you've got going on physically, do you, you must feel down. Do you feel down? You know, they try to work out if you're perhaps going down that road again. I don't know. And I'll say, I am definitely not depressed because I know depression and I know when I'm depressed and I'm definitely not depressed. And hopefully I never will be again. And it's so funny because all these things going on physically I can honestly say I have never felt mentally stronger. Look at that. And I'm telling you, I can see honestly, it in your, pro- first of all, I can feel it from can you. And you? then you look at you on Facebook. You're just, yeah. you're just so positive. Oh, I love it. I love it. I use yeah. Facebook as such a positive tool and it can so easily not be, but I just don't yeah. allow it. I don't allow yep. any negativity. I just turn away, delete, Same turn here. away, change. I'm not afraid to block people. Oh, no, you have listen, to. You have to protect You them. do. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's nothing yeah. that's forcing any of no. us to remain friends with people or who are not good for our energy. And this is, pro- that's probably the biggest lesson I've learned so far in my life and definitely the hardest, but also the best. Stay, what is it? What is that? <laughs> is knowing that it, you, you can walk away. And mm-hmm. it's so hard because if you were to su- suggest this to somebody, say someone ha- is having a problem with a friend or a family member and it's been ongoing for years and it's bringing them down because it does, it drains you mentally and physically and yeah. has such a huge mm-hmm. effect on your life and how you feel as a person, if you allow it, obviously. Well, with family members, mm-hmm. you know, that's sort of a different little category, but mm-hmm. let's say like it's your mother or father, mm-hmm. that's the issue. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, listen, it's not that you have to push them completely out of your life, like block them, mm. but spend less time with them. You know, there's nothing requiring you to hang around that. Mm. There's no reason you have to be around that negativity if it's affecting, yeah. from from my view, my spirituality. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's about communication. And obviously, everyone's situations are going to be individual to them. And, you know, it, it's such a huge subject <laughs> lots of different situations really and, but yeah. who are some of your mentors oh gosh now that's a question um mentors do you know i have to say there's no one who sticks out in my mind as oh this person has been in my life and has really inspired me sadly <laughs> but anyone and everyone that I've ever met who has been open to an honest, open conversation, I would say, has been a teacher. Because I believe wow. everyone that you meet, I believe you meet them for a reason. Whether it be, whether they're in your life for a, a second or, you know, a little bit longer or forever. Most people yeah. come into our lives 
as uh, you know, it's just a temporary thing. Yep. Isn't it? They're not meant to hang around forever. Exactly. But most of us, including myself, I mean, I like to latch on to people, but they're gone. No, <laughs> I do. As quick I, as they I get know. There. I think, yeah, we all do. I think. I think that comes from being kind of open and wanting to believe the best in everybody, and <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah, and then you'll always be disappointed if that's the case. Oh well, yeah, I you guess know. so. And I think just being human, we have every level of this thing. We've got unbelievably bad people and then unbelievably good people and everything in between yeah definitely everything in between i i happen to think and i could be wrong but i happen to think that most people are good i do too yeah i think it's the small percentage are the bad apples that stand out and i think that even even good people can do bad things and vice versa yeah good things yeah but we're 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 multicolored Nothing is black and white, in my opinion. There's always shades of gray. It's really not. There's shades of gray. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. That's coming straight from my book. That's what I talk about. Oh, well, I, I'm going to desc- I love it every time I get an opportunity to describe this. I'll have to do it. So here it goes. Yes, do. I like to look at this in colors. This is what I experienced in my vision. Yeah. It was the understanding how everything was connected. We have black on one end, and we have white on the other. Yeah. Then we have every shade of gray we can imagine and have not yet imagined in between. And each of us have our own shade, Mm. but it's all a part of the same continuum. There is no separation. My gray is not better than anybody else's gray. It's just a different shade of gray. Do you know, I love that. I've never, I've always identified with color, like strong rainbow colors and white, black. Sure. And visually that makes sense to me what you just said there i can see i can see it in my mind's eye was either black or white, beautiful and white. apply that goes back to religion asking about if you had a faith of any kind mm-hmm. see for me the way i understand things mm-hmm. and this is what i'm always looking for in everyone that i speak to on this podcast i want to see my connection my understanding to theirs because i know it fits yeah. because my shade is just a different shade yeah. of the same animal yeah and so I want to see that connection. And so, yeah, even with you in this moment, I know it. I hear it. I mean, you, I've been to where from where you're at right now. Yeah. And I think you're on a good path, Cody. You're you know, asking questions. I feel like I am. And it's it feels good. I'm excited about it. And it's, yeah. it's like, I can tell. who do I tell about this? I mean, really just people like yourself, other people who are on their spiritual journeys, you know, people who yeah. are open-minded. My partner thinks I'm crazy. I think, I don't know. He'll come around. Yeah. He has to, because listen, when, when you're on this path, if you're, if you're honestly open mm. and looking, um, this is the direction I believe. And listen, right now we have not evolved to that point. Mm. I think I'm a little bit, and you're a little bit ahead of the game. Mm. We're we're ahead of evolution, yes. spiritually speaking. Yeah, that's, it feels but that way. this change could happen very quickly mm. because it's a matter of like. Here's another story or parable, mm. I guess. I don't know. It was a study. <laughs> they say I don't know if it's real or not, but it makes perfect sense in the way I understand things. But they called it the hundredth monkey theory. Mm. So they took these potatoes and threw them out on this island with monkeys who had never seen potatoes before. And this monkey picks up the potato, bites into it. Ooh, gritty. Doesn't like it. So he throws it down. Another monkey finds out he can take it down to the river, wash this thing off, and hey, it's not too bad. Another monkey sees him do it. Hey, not too bad. Another monkey, then another one, then another one. They learned, they found that once it reached a certain threshold, they called it the hundredth monkey, not that it was actually the hundredth monkey, but once it reaches that threshold, then monkeys on islands who had never even seen the technique just started washing their potatoes in mass. Mm. I believe that's how spirituality works. It's the numbers of people. It goes back to the vision that I had. It's the numbers of people who believe a particular way have influence on the collective energy. I see. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So the more people who believe a particular way are influencing the system. I believe that something eventually is going to happen. Who knows what that might be? Probably something like you were to, like tragic that has to happen to like jar us that direction. Mm. That we will eventually wake up something that forces us to go maybe even be an understanding yeah. that people just latch on to or maybe it is something tragic that happened who knows how it happens but we will turn a corner at some point whether that's organically or by tragedy 
yeah yeah as, and yeah as scary as that might sound i know well it's it's all scary isn't it it's all wonderful and there's up i'm not frightened but no well, i'm really not no it, i'm not i don't i don't have an ounce of fear about it even though i know there's this there's the dark side of this energy yeah Look, that's another thing like a lot of people like to separate the goodness from the bad like they're two separate things yes. they're not it's just opposite ends of the same continuum yeah. right yeah. there is no separation it's just energy is the way i see it mm, that is so interesting and what you said about becoming awake it, it really does feel like you kind of you're waking up yeah it really is it like re- that it is a wake it up. Does, it is a wake up. And like up. you're 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 right at the beginning. You've got you you'll always be you'll never know any everything ever because you're always learning right. all the time but the point of it I feel well for everyone's probably different but for me the point is to become a happier more peaceful person because we're only on this earth for a limited amount of time. And while we're here, don't we want to have the best, like the best feet? You want to feel the best way and have as little stress as possible, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you Listen, want and, to be happy. <laughs> I think this is what makes me stand out from a lot of people. I'm as weird as anybody. I really the, am. But the at the same time, are. I'm as happy as all anybody you'll meet. Pardon? <laughs> all the best people are weird. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, but listen, I can tell you that um, from my experience, I'm. It's, it's by gaining this understanding has given me a sense of calm. Yes. That can't be taken away. Yeah. I'm a thousand percent convinced that it doesn't end. Yeah. Even in the experience that I'm experiencing right now, you're saying that we you know we'll never ever see it the same way. And that's true, mm. but even it, it doesn't stop here. It's just like with death, it's just another moment. Yeah. I used to think as a kid that when we died, we would just go like, poof, you know, we're yeah. off in a different yeah. little area somehow, you know, <laughs> heaven. Wow. Yeah. Look at this. But I don't think it's like that at all anymore. I think it's just like the energy is just outside the body. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You know? It's it's funny how I, I used to be on the fence. Well, I, to be fair, I still am with a lot of things, but with regards to what happens when you die energy you know i didn't use i i always thought that every thought that we have and everything that we feel is all because of these electrical impulses in our brain telling us how to think and how to feel and then when you start to look into spirituality and you speak to people and you learn and you research and you just make it a part of your everyday life you under no uncertain terms believe that you have a soul well, that's what I, I know that the real yeah. me is not this body. No, this is our carrier, as it were. Yeah. 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 And yeah. the ego's sitting back there trying to make us convince mm-hmm. us that it is it. Yeah. Right? That's not it either. It's the witness behind that. Exactly. It's what's watching all yeah. this happen. Yeah. That's us. Because when you, when you feel love and when you feel even negative emotions and when you, you know, you, where does your instinct come from if you don't have a soul and you you aren't made up of energy what is that yeah yeah for sure yeah i'm gonna go back to that question about what happens when we die that's gonna be my final question i'm almost there but do you (laughs) meditate i oh this is this is something that i i want to do more of i do very rarely But then saying that, there's all different forms of meditation, isn't there? Like There are, yeah. yeah you just got to find one that's comfortable to you exactly. and that you can get into and do I, it every I day. Relax, yeah, I relax a lot. I sit and I close my eyes and I, I breathe and I slow myself down. And maybe that is a form of meditation. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I, yeah, it, I do it every day. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. Good for you. And because I think it's just healthy for us yeah. to be quiet. Yes. That's where you're getting your answers. It doesn't surprise me that you are doing what you just described and didn't know you were meditating because yeah. it's not, it's not most people I think make it much more difficult than I it really is. didn't even think about it. Do you know that until yeah. you asked that question, I just thought my idea of meditation would be you go on to put some music on quiet music and you've got to sit in a certain position and you've got to be in a certain place. And, but actually yeah. I guess it's not, it doesn't have to be. It's does not. It? 
No. It does not have to be. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. It's just where it's somewhere. The reason, like, um, of some meditations, they say it's better to have your, like, be sitting on the ground to connect the root chakra, that type stuff. Oh, yeah. And maybe there's something to that. But I think it's more of a, just a mindset. It, and they don't want you to sit up so that you don't lay down and fall asleep. Yeah, you know? true. You don't want to get to the point where you fall asleep because <laughs> that's not the idea. You want to get to the verge of just your brain not thinking about a whole lot. Yeah, and it can't not do that though, Kelly. I mean, your brain's going to always—it's got something right there. Even if it's know? thinking of nothing, it's thinking of something. Right? Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> the that's the dilemma right there. But it's uh, it's so helpful to me. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's my best parts of the day. I, I, it really has become that way, and it was not easy in the beginning. It's still no. not easy. Some days I hate it, and some days I love it. But I mostly love it. Yeah, you, know? you have to do it. You consciously you have to do it. And the first thing people probably think, oh, I don't have time. Our lives are so yeah. busy, but even yeah, but you you no, don't have time not not to, to. You, you that's yeah. you're not putting yourself first and and that's not always easy to do. It, it is definitely a learning experience, and it's every single day. But it's enjoyable that the whole thing about spirituality, not just meditation. I think it's fantastic. You didn't even know you were meditating. I know. Fantastic. That was, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Whatever you're doing, it's got your energy's good. One uh, of the things that I do that I've been blessed with, one of my greatest gifts, I believe, is reading people's energy. Oh, and lovely. yours is excellent. Oh. I love you as a personality. You're oh. a good person. I can feel it. What do you believe happens when we die, Kelda? That's my final question for me today. Oh, okay, so I believe that our energy leaves our body and goes somewhere else <laughs> that was a really that's job. about it listen i mean what more could we really know <laughs> well, and I, truthfully yeah that's all i really know yeah. and the only thing i really believe what you just described is yeah. a perfect way of saying it from my viewpoint yes but i also take information from like um oh my goodness dolores cannon you know, Dolores Cannon, okay. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, no. but she, she did some studies She back in the 70s, and they still have ongoing studies using her techniques with QHHT hypnotherapy. Mm. And she regressed people. Listen to this. She regressed, I can't remember how many, it was lots, mm. lots of people, back to the moments before birth. That's amazing. I am so interested in that. And let me tell you. The stories these people are talking about, wow. what's really interesting about this is near-death experiences have mm -hmm. very similar stories, by the way. They're describing what they're doing before they enter the body. Oh, my goodness. And they're planning their lives. They're picking their brothers Jeez. and sisters and they get mothers. And yeah. Oh, my goodness. How interesting is that? Whether that's really real or not, who knows? But my goodness, I hope it is that. I do. I do. Yeah. But I also think it's kind of sad that you forget. Perhaps. <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you, that guy that I was telling you that I, I interviewed that was enlightened, you should go back and listen to this guy, Harry Alton. I will. I will. He, um, he remembers, listen to this, mm. he remembers all the way back to when he was a baby. Wow. How? That's, see, he's that, he's the anomaly. Wow. He's the anomaly. He said he's always had like this barrier yeah. around him, a bubble, yeah. what he called. Yeah. He could literally see this bubble. <laughs> As a kid, he grew up with this bubble yeah. of consciousness. Wow. It's wild. Really wild. I mean, can you imagine? Did it, does no. he remember being born? I don't know. I don't know hmm. the answer to that. But it was as an infant, he remembers being an infant. Yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> No idea how, how what how you would even know that it was a memory. So that blows, that <laughs> blows my mind because it it just it really does. You, thinking about what the mind can do that's even further, isn't it? That's taking it even yeah. further. Well, I can tell you if you want to if you want to see this guy if you have Gaia TV, um, mm. it was a it was a program I found him on called Oneness, and it was a bunch of enlightened people, and he was one of the guys telling his story, and um, that's how I met the guy. But yeah, he's very Oneness. interesting character for sure. Oh, definitely, definitely look it up. Well, do you have anything you want to promote? I don't think you do, do you? I don't. You're just here for fun. I don't. I'm just here to, for exactly what has just happened, is to have a chat with someone who I believe is probably a little bit like-minded. Very much so, wonderful. clearly. Making these connections is what life is all about for me.
for sure. Me too. Listen, <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. Without th- this podcast, before the podcast, I really thought, I honestly thought, I, I'm, I'm the same guy then that I am now, mm. and I felt like I was going to go through the rest of my life knowing what I know and be a happy lark, <laughs> having no idea yeah. that I'm going to turn this thing around and meet so many cool people that's going to just add How to amazing. this experience. How amazing. It's just amazing. It, yeah. And, and you know what? Everyone you talk to, you probably know this already, but everyone you talk to, you were meant to talk to. You were, oh, yeah. you were meant to help yeah. them or they were meant to help you in some way, little way, big way, doesn't matter. I totally agree with yeah. that. Every person comes into our life, no matter how long it might be. Yeah. I mean, we miss opportunities all the time. Yes. Like when we're just shopping, you have an opportunity to affect someone's life in that moment. Yeah, always. Always. But sometimes, In fact, most of the time we probably don't because our society has gotten where if you talk to anybody, oh, it's weird. I know. <laughs> I know. I hate that. Yeah. yeah. I know. We're going to change, though. I really believe it's just that we're going through all the stuff. We live in one of the most interesting times and one of the most scary times in human history, probably. Look at everything that's going on in the world, the global warming and the the severe weathers and the COVID. Artificial intelligence. That's, I mean, that. Robots. It's been on my mind a lot lately. I don't know why, but it just feels like something's progressing in that situation. And I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Do you know, I don't feel that positive about it. And I, I've questioned myself, and I thought, why do I feel this way? I like change. I embrace change. I've always loved change. I like surprises. I bring it on. I don't know. Well, to me, there's this artificial intelligence is either going to kill us or it's going to take us to the next level, one or the other. And I'm not afraid of any of it. Yeah, you know? true. Um, What's the worst ultimately, person, I, I think with, I honestly believe that it's not going to be the downfall mm. of humanity. Oh, I In fact, if anything, yeah. I think it's probably going to view us, if anything, if it does become sentient, you know, conscious, would be amazing. then. Um, I think it'll probably view us more like a God than anything, you know, maybe not though. Maybe it looks at us and goes, these guys just don't do anything but poop and eat all day <laughs> yeah. and destroy stuff. I mean, you know, it's a possibility. I just keep thinking of Terminator and, <laughs> and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But you know, who knows? Who knows? It is all possible. It it truly is. I mean, you know, it could, it could, but listen, Kilda, even if it were, even if that's the case, even if we merge at some point mm. and become half robot, half whatever we are, <laughs> I mean, it's just energy changing form. It's, I don't think it's, I just, for some reason, for me, yeah. from my viewpoint, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. Let me give you an example. So let's say like the earth today, it blew up. Yeah. And it's a possibility, by the way. Yeah, I know. The earth it, could literally yeah, it, blow up. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean that this energy that we possess having this conversation ends. Mm. It just changes form. It changes. See, even yeah. through science, we've proven that. It can't, you can't kill energy. You can't create it. It just changes form. Yeah. That gives me so much satisfaction in knowing, even though I don't know exactly what it is, that it doesn't end. And I'm, I feel good about that. Well, do you know, you know what you've just done there for me with me concentrating so much on perspective you've changed my perspective my perspective because it's not nice to feel scared or worried or apprehensive or anxious and you've Killed just it. you've just shown me a new perspective which is i'm glad yeah. i'm happy to hear that but look even even if you haven't heard that catch yourself every time you're worried about something you can't change mm recognize that you can't change it Mm. next let it go there's no reason to hang on to stuff that you can't change yeah you can you can sit and worry about where your child is going i hope they come home safe and you can worry about the entire time that they're gone (laughs) but you didn't affect it in any way did you're not going to make your kids safer by worrying that's right My, my best friend victoria she told me years ago We've been friends for, gosh, 30 years, something like that. And, you know, I don't know if you have this, but every now and again, someone will say something and it just strikes a chord. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I've really taken that in. That struck a chord with me. And she said, worrying is a wasted emotion. It really is. Wasted energy. And I really thought, that is so true. Nothing I worry about is It's not, like you said, it's not going to have any impact on it at all. All it's going to do is take my energy it is it's well we're like a battery yeah 
We on, we only have so much energy to spend per day before it breaks down and it has to be recharged. Yeah. Where are you spending your time? And if it is if it's worrying about Look, there's one thing in being concerned about things you do have some control over, right? You make the right decision. You just you not not going to say worry about it, but you just deal with it. Yeah. And so that you can move on. But if you're looking at it and there's really nothing you can do, but you're still dwelling on it, you're wasting that battery energy. Yeah. And for someone like me and so many others, ME, CFS, is you have tiny energy reserves. I don't know if this is possible, Kelda. I don't know if it's possible with what you have. But if you can, before in the mornings when you catch yourself, try to imagine that you had more energy today than you did yesterday. Mm. Maybe if you can set yourself up to, you know, I'm going to put just a little bit more energy in me today. It's going to be a great freaking day today. I'm going to have more energy than I've had in a long time. I am going to do that. I am going to do that tomorrow morning. Let me know if that works for you. No, I will. Yeah, please do. Wouldn't that be amazing if that worked? (laughs) Listen, I believe you said it earlier. I believe in the power of prayer. Yes. And again, the chemical stuff for some reason is it's just different. And but you know what? Even through prayer, there's a possibility of even changing the chemicals in your body. Yeah, pe- prayer is powerful. Whether it's yeah, whether it's God, it's just the belief. It's not even the pr- it's not prayer Self-belief. technically speaking. Yeah, it's belief. Yeah, yeah. It's and you're thought. also you're putting you're put the thought and you're, it's what you're putting out there. So I do believe that what you put out there, you get back. So if you're putting out there gosh you know help me i'm in this situation i really need this or i really would like this person to feel better can't you know i'm always sending positive vibes to people who don't feel well mentally or physically and good for you so many you're a good person see that's what i'm talking about you're just a good person (laughs) you're good for humanity (laughs) we're all connected it seems to me like you already recognize that it's all connected right we're not separate we we appear to be yeah. We appear to be because of the air. We like to think things separate us, but it's in at its core level, at the quantum level, it's all connected. Yeah. Every bit of it. Yeah. I believe <laughs> I that. I do. You're fun. You are this fun, Kelda. Amazing. I yep, love I've it. enjoyed it. I was nervous because I thought listening to your podcast, so many people, they really are experts. You know, and they're, and they're professionals and they've written these books and they've been on TV or they've, you know, they've got this, they've got that. I haven't got any of that. Are you kidding me? Everybody's the same. We're all made of the same stuff. It doesn't matter if you have books or movies or TV shows or whatever. You're just awesome. Oh, you are. Ross, I'm smiling from ear to ear. It's wonderful. I love making connections like this. It's so great. (laughs) I couldn't agree more, Kelda. And once again, thank you for being here. And for all of you listening, thank you. I'm Russ Johnson, and it's all connected.